Morty in the mic. Uh, hang on a second, Morty in the mic. There we go. Hey, on a Jack. <laughs> Let's start with beverages <laughs> in the mighty Taranaki in New Plymouth. And a new hero on the scene is Shining Peak Brewing. Oh, I absolutely love this place, Jack. And look, I tell you what, you could spend an entire holiday in New Plymouth just eating and drinking mm. because they've just got so many amazingly dynamic craft producers. Shining Peak. The locals absolutely love this venue. It's pretty new, got a great beer garden courtyard. They do really good dark lager and pale ale. But the one that I really enjoyed wrapping my lips around was the, uh, wait for it, Raspberry Berliner Weisser, mm. which is sort of like a German-style wheat beer. Um, but they've uh, given it a good zesty uh, over a rework with um, a bright sort of raspberry flavour yeah. coursed through it. So it's sort of like summer in a glass. Um, and the really cool thing about Shining Peak Jack, and I think this is why the locals have really taken to them, is they've got what they call the 5% project. So every month, 5% of all of the beer revenue is given back to a local community project. And right. that actually equates to about $5,000 a month. So it's it's no small beer, you could say. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, and it sounds delicious. What about Juno Gin? Why is that such an industry leader? These guys have scooped so many awards for mm. their premium gin. And the one that I really like is, and it's very apt, the Autumn 2020 Seasonal Gin. They're really into doing seasonal gins to try and capture the flavour of the season. So the Autumn one is very mellow, very fruity, sort of um, uh, strong hints of grapefruit and marmalade in mm. the gin. And this is a husband and wife team, uh, Joe and Dave James. Um, something really cool they've been doing lately, and there's been quite a bit of media coverage about this. They are determined to develop a commercially grown um, juniper, beer, juniper berry business in New Zealand, because right. at the moment all of our gin producers import the berries from the Northern Hemisphere. So um, all going to plan, uh, the seedlings are going to be planted later this year in conjunction with Massey University, which would give our gin industry, you know, just that, that true homegrown edge with those locally grown juniper berries. So that's something to watch. Yeah. Uh, New Plymouth's pretty proud of its coffee roasting too, right? Yeah, I'm sure people have heard of Ozone. Um, so they've been going quite some time now, housed in the old DB vac factory, and they are so successful. They've actually got two London outlets of ozone coffee roasters. They also do really good hot chocolate, which you will find on the pantry shelves of Harrods Department Store. Um, but another little gem which I came across a couple of weeks ago, Jack, is this place called Stock and Proof Coffee. And what makes them so distinctive is this is the ultimate neighbourhood coffee roastery and servery. So it's actually based uh, in the house, in the garage. They yeah. have converted their garage in uh, Cutfield Road into a roastery with a, a Turkish coffee roaster in the garage. So the locals just swing by, buy their bags of beans and order yeah. up a flat white and off they go to work. Oh, nice. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Surely, Mike, knowing that you're involved, there is some artisan chocolate in the mix as well. Mm. Yes. Giles. <laughs> Giles Chocolatier. This place is a must see. Um, Gavin Giles does really cool things with um, handmade artisan chocolate. You've got your traditional stuff, you've got your unusual stuff, some really cool flavours like pineapple cashew chocolate, which I'm yeah. most impressed by. Um, he does a lot of collabing, so there is a Juno gin chocolate. 
Um, something which I really liked was his co-venture with Egmont Honey uh, to create Manuka Honey chocolate, which is actually uncannily like Caramello chocolate. Ah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's um, fabulous. And the other cool thing about Giles Chocolatier is the shop that he's based in, 90 years ago, was his grandmother's brother's butchery shop. Isn't that sweet? Raw, yeah. That, no, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> been passed the down. Family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are, are, there, are there ways you can kind of link together all of the artisan experiences in New Plymouth? Yeah, well, I've only just sort of skimmed the surface of yeah. just how many there are. There are literally dozens and dozens of these kind of producers around. So if you Google Taste and Tales, Tales as in T-A-L-E-S, as in story, Taste and Tales, uh, this is Kathy Thurston's business, and she has threaded together a whole lot of different um, behind-the-scenes tours. There are eight different trails you can do in New Plymouth, right. and you'll get to meet the makers, obviously lots of tastings. It's such a great way to get a flavour of New Plymouth. 